episode 15. OMG. Yes, it is. Brooklyn Chicks back in the house. I'm Brenda Bender. And I'm Raw Dog Shaw. And welcome back to the Real Rated and Raw Experience. Raw Experience. So, anyway, Saturday I'm out making errands and my daughter texts me and she's like, Can I go to this party? First off, I looked at this flyer. I thought it was a tad adult. So, you know... What, they had, like, a, a video vixen on it? They had a girl, you know, the hair flowing sideways, bundles, <laughs> and then um, some random guys just patchworked on the flyer. Hmm. And, you know, when I was growing up, there was no going out... How old did your daughter you said again? 15? 15. Yes. And she wanted to go to this party. It had no age of the person. It was a birthday party. Come celebrate my sister's birthday. Who's going? Everybody. Like, who's everybody? Well, everybody from the school. And, I, you know, she already had a person to go with her, which is my cousin's son, who's about a year older than her. Okay. Well, I'll send anywhere with them, because yeah. he'll fight somebody in a minute to they cross the line. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all right, you can go. Um, so we go to drop them off in this place all the way out in Queens, all the way in Flushing, Fa. Flushing? I mean... So this point. wasn't at somebody's house. This is like it was a like club? They had a rented out a place. Wow. Like a, a, a party hall. Um, and when you got there, it was like, the outfits were totally random. My daughter had on like, a, first she tried to put on like a long spandexy kind of dress. I was just like, nah, I'm not feeling this. She ends up wearing like shorts and a tee. My, my cousin's son has on like a windbreaker from Adidas with some, a windbreaker shirt. Or what's that? Adidas shirt. Adidas. You know, as you say, Trinidad. Adidas outfit. And, you know, they get there. People got on freaking ball gowns when we got to the party. I was Are you like, serious? Uh, has there been uh, a, a, a costume change here? What's going on? And basically, my daughter was just like, oh, this party, they said, come wear whatever you like. Okay. So, well. I, you know, my son and I left, and when we got back, I heard the DJ on the mic saying, well, if you in front, you got a gal in front of you, whether she ugly or cute, bend her over when I start playing this song. Bend bend over, my girl, bend down. That's what I'm talking about. So, I mean, as a mother, I was just like, don't. How you picture my daughter bending over? As a girl that used to bend over, I was like, go, go. I hope she's doing it right, but you know, again. Kept the face totally blank. You know, so I'm just like, you know, I did the, I did the one time. Um, I'm outside. I, I did the one call. I'm outside. I'm coming. Let it be known, cause I've been to the party. When I went to a party, somebody was like, "Your mom is outside." I'm like, "Okay, I'm coming." To the don't DJ, let her. To don't the let DJ, shut the music off. Cause don't let the, don't let your mother wait too long. Cause then right she'll now. walk in there. Your mother's outside. <laughs> I was like. Too embarrassed. Your mother's outside. Your mother's outside. Your mother. I was like, I heard. I'm going. Before you can even get to the door, she was already. Mind you, this was my first party across the street from my house, down the block. Come on, you she digress. Go ahead with the story. So anyway, um, yeah, she went to this party. She came out. They were in the car talking about how much of a good time. She was talking about the guy that she was standing in front of. You know, you're so torn as a parent. I want to hear, but you know, if you talk, they'll stop talking. So I have to. Yeah, you have to total be very like quiet yeah waiting to hear something that's inappropriate but as i was thinking how could whining ever be inappropriate hello <laughs> you taught this from a young man <laughs> I, I, I just you know i have to say party this with my life and now to see my daughter experience it is it's amazing man it's, it's, it's amazing, it's amazing. pass the torch it's amazing and <laughs> like oh so did you get any numbers you know you, should. you asked her that I said, did you get somebody your number and she was like no, but I gave somebody my snap, which I have no idea what that means. So I just have you to wait to see means. if they snap back. Or she didn't say that word. I'm lying. She said if they contact me or something like that. To 
the next day, the person did contact them because now I see them talking on a bid. So we'll wait and see how this works out, you know. <laughs> and, and it's so funny. The guy asked my daughter, like, you know, she had on the headphones, so I couldn't see. I could see him, but I couldn't hear him. And she's like, oh, does your mom allow you to have boys that are friends? And she started laughing. She said, mom, he um, wants to know, do you allow me to have boyfriends? And I'm like, what? And she's like, no, boys that are friends. She wants yeah, to break that down real quick. And she started laughing. He said, because he's been so many fake names in people's phones and called and had to interchange his voice just so he could speak to people. So he just wanted to know, is he free to talk to me? And I was just like, yeah, but there's a lot of honesty and openness in it, you know? That's how I try to keep up with my daughter. I want to be a place where she can come and talk to us so she can say what's on her mind. Because we all know what we used to do. But not too much of saying oh, what's no. on her mind. Let's get that clear. There's no, a there's, line here. There's a damn line here, but there's no one's any sign, child. No, <laughs> no, totally line, totally line. Anyway, so look at my people that party too much. I read this article in the New York Times today uh, about people that share drugs, the article called They Share Drugs, Someone Died, That Makes Them a Killers? Question mark. Um, you know, and this is an article by a woman named Rose Golden Sean, and she talks about a West Virginia woman woke after a day of drugs to find her girlfriend's lips blue and her body limp. Her girlfriend, like... Uh, her girlfriend. In Florida, a man and his girlfriend bought what they thought was heroin. It turned out to be more potent fentanyl. She overdosed and died. In Minnesota, a woman who shared a fentanyl patch with her fiancé woke after an overdose to find that he had not survived. Shit. And none of these survivors intended to cause a death. In fact, each could easily have been the one who ended up dead, but all were charged with murder. But why would this... So me and you... I don't understand, because that's just like... Everyone has different effects to drugs. So you and this person is smoking some weed. Maybe it's lace. Maybe You know, maybe it's lace. You don't know where you got it from. You don't know what it is. And you're with your friend. Your friend happened to pass out or whatever. Or might have some underlying medical conditions that cause them to actually be affected by this drug. And they pass away. And then you're responsible? You are responsible. They say in Minnesota. Bullshit, man. In over a decade, this number of cases have quadrupled. Um, in Pennsylvania, in 2011, they had four cases. Last year, 171 cases. The um, lesson here, don't get drugs from Minnesota. No. Go like Minnesota. Go like Minnesota. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> but, but, but I just say that's, my first question is, who the hell is still using drugs, man? What do you mean who's using drugs? You don't see what's happening to people, especially doing that heroin dip. <laughs> they what? never touch the ground. Why do what, what? What inside of you is like, yo... Let me get on this heroin. Come on, Bender. It's an addiction. This. It's not something that can be explained. But you can't get addicted to something you've never tried. But that's the thing. Some people are like, well, I'm not like that anymore. But at some point in my life, I really wanted to try everything once, except for anal. I mentioned this before. And you just want to try it once. You don't think you're going to you, so, get addicted. Wait, let's pause for the course here. <laughs> so have you tried crack? <laughs> no, have but I think if I had the opportunity, I might have tried crack. If my friends, the people I knew, I knew of, I mean, my hood, people just smoke weed. That was it. Boring weed. But if I knew some dealers and I knew my friends was trying uh, crack, I might have tried it. Hello? What's the problem? Yikes. Tried it once. But anyways. Uh, they said a story about in Pennsylvania... A doctor just completed his master's degree in biomedical science, gave his girlfriend an, uh, an Adderall purchase on the internet, but it was really fentanyl. She died. He committed suicide after they charged him with the death. Yeah, I would have done the same thing. People are getting charged third-degree murder. People are getting charged for reckless homicide. This, this, this couple, two people not working, they were... They had money for drugs. They, they bought a fentanyl patch. What they used to do is they used to break the patch so that the fentanyl would go straight into their mouths. 
She passed out in the bed. He passed out by the door. When he woke up, she did never woke up. Overdose. He did. He made it. She did not. Mm. So the luck of the draw. Next what thing can I know, tell you? He's right in jail. Thirty six years old. Mm. I mean, I, I saw this article and I really just wanted to ask the question: Can we talk about personal responsibility? If somebody <laughs> makes a decision and no one is forcing you to do the drugs. That's it. Go to jail. That's it. That's how I look at it. They always just trying to charge someone. Like, can it just be a death that happened? Sad. Right. And that's it. Let's keep it moving. Have a funeral for me. Have a back and out funeral. <laughs> and, that. and that's it. Keep it moving. I mean, talking about people going to jail. You know, another black man about to possibly go to jail. Morgan Freeman. I tell you, when I heard this, it was just like, again... I mean, come on. Well, I mean, this is America. Don't we have freedom of speech? Well, these pe- well, these women they have freedom of speech to talk about their experience in Morgan Maybe Freeman. And, you know, these were young production assistants that, of course, experienced Morgan Freeman. And what they're saying is that he had inappropriate um, conversations. One incident uh, the female said is that he kept trying to lift up her skirt and ask it if she was wearing underwear. Um, she said he never successfully lifted up her skirt. Because um, old, man. And she's saying even there was a uh, someone that saw this, which is Alan Arkin, which is a movie that um, he did with Morgan Freeman. So it was on the set of that movie. Um, he made a comment telling Morgan Freeman to stop. And so Morgan then stopped. And of course, you know, they're trying to get some commentary from this guy, Alan Arkin, to see if this is indeed true. And he refused to comment. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's just like, I'm not airing him out or just like, I just don't want to get involved. That's or maybe I got my own shit to deal with and somebody might come out on me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But, you know, the thing about it is um, <laughs> this Me Too thing is it's, it's, it's getting getting kind of crazy. So now Morgan Freeman, his 80-year-old old ass. He's 82, like Bill? He's, I think he's 80. I mean, and he's, you know, saying that, of course, initially he apologized. But he said, you know, he's devastated that 80 years of his life is at risk uh, and, being un- and at risk of being undermined in a blink of an eye. Um, he's saying that, you know, he admit that he has said some things, but he doesn't think it was assault worthy, I guess. And he says, I admit that I am someone who feels the need to try to make a woman and man feel appreciated, appreciated and at ease around me. As a part of that, I would often try to joke with, with a compliment to a woman, um, in what I thought was a lighthearted and humorous way. Clearly I was not always coming across the way I intended. And that is why I apologize on Thursday and will continue to apologize to anyone I might have upset. However, unintentionally. Side note, Morgan Freeman. Somebody was talking to one of my friends this weekend, and he was like, if someone was going to narrate your life, who would you want to narrate your life? And he says, you can't use Morgan Freeman. So now I already know Morgan Freeman can't be my narrator for life. <laughs> who would you want to narrate your life? Because he has the great, a voice. great narration voice. I want the guy from State Farm. Oh, that black guy. Yes, yeah, the one that was in... Uh... Yeah, yeah, I want Oprah. You and Oprah? Just totally side combo. <laughs> Podcast fam, who should narrate your life? I mean, if there's anything worthy. I mean, whatever. <laughs> worthy or unworthy. Who's that voice? Matter of fact, I want Chris Rock to narrate my no, life. That's no, your you know what I mean? And she goes, ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, that's a good question. Do you know who has that voice? <laughs> Who's going to narrate your life? I thought that was a really cool question. Like that. And then, you know, he's immediately like, and don't choose Morgan Freeman. And I'm just like, well, now I can't choose Morgan Freeman because Down of this her. whole Me Too business. I mean, he also wanted to say, he said, I also want to be clear, I did not create unsafe work environments. I did not assault women. I did not offer um, employment or advancement in, in exchange for sex. Any suggestion that I did so is completely 
I guess not true. Uh, you know, ever since I thought about it, I was like, damn, another black man going down, sad, whatever. But then, you know, my husband brought to my attention the coonery that Morgan Freeman was involved in. And, you know, he had an interview with Don Lemon, I believe, in 2014. And I think uh, Don Lemon had asked him, does he believe that race plays a part in wealth distribution? He was like, no, it's not. Look at you and I. It, it does not play a role. And if you talk about it, that means it exists. And, you know, he's mentioned that he thinks that's a good excuse for us not getting there. Race. So, so wait. Is this a reason why he started to believe in the assault? Because he has... No, no, no. I definitely don't believe... I don't, I don't know about the assault. Oh, but just I'm just saying I don't guy. feel bad. F him. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. You know, I really got to balance my level of how much sympathy I have for someone. And this... I really don't have any sympathy. The same way how I feel about Bill Cosby. You was out here cooning in these streets. Listen, on y'all coons. Note, yesterday on Primetime, uh, on Prime Video, I did start watching season one of the Cosby Show again. Listen, I will continue to watch it. It was a great... It was a great... Oh. I watched that episode and Denise Listen. made that shirt for Theo. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, watching his works has nothing to do with what he did. I mean, yes, in real life, he's a jerk. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't feel bad for these men. And to make it worse, a lot of these production assistants were white. Okay. So you were making comments. I mean, you didn't even look at, look at a sexy black woman and say, damn. But, but then, then the you catcalling this girl. The question is... Were there any black production assistants on set? They are. They're rare, but they are. And that's the ones he should have been trying to sexually assault. Ah! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about another person on assault charges. Uh-huh. Harvey Weinstein. Uh, arrested on rape charges. And we knew this was coming. he's free on $1 million beer. I didn't know if this was really coming, but I have to say, Harvey, why are you still here, man? I would have done slit my your throat. Money, you could have been gone. So you got. What do you mean? He could have been gone. Fled. He could have been living somewhere in a non-extradition state. Like, a, oh. oh, yeah, oh, a non-extradition state. That's what he could have been. He could have been living like the lap of luxury with people that want him to charge to, <laughs> to do something <laughs> charge worthy. <laughs> but regardless, Harvey's still here. You know why I think he's still here? Because he knows he's gonna be acquitted. I think that's why he's still here. He gave, think- He paid his one million dollar bail. And he gave him his passport, so that means he can't leave the country. That's and it. Now he's going to be chilling until the case comes. So, you know, we'll continue to watch this. But Harvey Weinstein, arrested on rape charges. Oh, well. We'll see how it works out. Due process. Uh, I'm talking about arrested. This uh, Minnesota student, Corey David, whatever his last name is, um, Birdfield, charged... He was he knocked down this his teacher who happened to be black. Forty nine year old man, Mohammed Dukli, to the ground, started punching him a number of times. This guy was unconscious. And him. Yes. I mean of course it's not a you know, you know, as Bender said, it's not a racial issue. Because um, this school is like a school for people with uh, mental issues or something. I don't know, it's like maybe anger. Yeah, I guess like it. maybe special ed enhanced. Yeah, yeah, like this kid that did it, he's a senior, he has one credit. Yeah, sad. What? Dumb what? and mental is just sad. Yes. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> the thing about it is, you know, but what got my attention was this this uh this young lady, one of the students, a black girl, was saying, you know, she was kind of like briefing the faculty or what happened or what she witnessed. And she was saying that when Duke Lee, the teacher, was laid down, it was knocked down. He was on the floor for 15 to 25 minutes. And she said the teachers and everybody was in a separate room. And this guy was on the floor, bleeding on the floor. And she was just like, why are they sitting in there so long? They should be calling the police. Not trying to get, they were trying to get the RN, allegedly. But she was like, y'all should have called the police. So this kid is released um, at home. still in jail. 
No, he's not. He, I mean, the man is still in the hospital. Oh, yeah, he's still in the hospital. The they were saying, vision. yes. You know, his family was saying they're so relieved that he could actually recognize them because they were very concerned about them. So they were like, this I is... I mean, after you got kicked in your head numerous oh times. Oh, my God, can you imagine? How would you even remember who you are? I mean, just sad. Yeah, so, I mean, sad. Hopefully he recovers, you know, pretty soon. But unfortunately... These mental kids in school, I mean, shouldn't they have, like, police uh, with these kids? Because, you know, crazy people are strong. We all know that. <laughs> these crazy <laughs> bastards, they're strong. And the question to me is, <laughs> what prompted this kid to do this? Like, they, have a, they do have a little bit of sense. Come on now. Come we on. We don't know what we'll never know. The world <laughs> you can see how know. frail this guy looks. I, I bet you if it was, like, Incredible too. Hulk, this guy would not have attacked somebody yeah. as big as Incredible Hulk. These bastards, these mental cases, they got freaking sense. I don't believe that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this is not the first time the principal of the same school was um a, attacked before a black woman and she ended oh up, she and this you know she this, ended up leaving the school this and moving to a different state and well i'll check about what a white guy a white student, a, 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 a student it's so funny how they always attacking the black people it just reminds me of freaking family guys a family guy with the dog the dog only uh barks at black people what is this i just don't get it so, <laughs> another episode of being black in America. This is going to be a new uh, segment. Because every week we got something <laughs> That's new true. It's a good idea. Being black. being black in America. And this segment this week, we talk about Sterling Brown, who is a basketball player for the Minnesota... Wait, wait I just want to say, Brenda called me enraged. Like, the only thing that was missing was tears. She was in, I think I was in like my Brookwine dancing class, and she FaceTimes me. She's like, look at the video I just sent you. And I'm like, yo, right now? Like, right now? Right now, look at it. I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of like in a class, a dance class right now. But make sure you look at it when you go home. I mean, she I was enraged. You, I was enraged. I saw the article come out, and the first thing they did is the police department, before they released the body cam video, sent out a video from the new police chief who's like a Latino guy or something like that. Latino. Going around talking about he believes in good cops and that he doesn't believe in bad cops and that for the good cops that he has, he will uh, he will continue to fight for the good, but he will always try to you know penalize the bad or something like that. Which, you know, was... You know, I appreciate the statement, but it was just such well-placed timing that they dropped that video in the morning. Exactly. And in the afternoon, they dropped a 30-minute video of the body cam of what happened. So Sterling K. Brown goes into Walgreens. He's parked across, you know, so this is horizontal, right? You pull into a space vertically. Vertical, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh And he parked the opposite way. So he was blocking two handicapped spots. Mm -hmm. It's the middle of the night. He pulls across. Um, and as he pulls in, the cop is waiting for him at the door when he comes out of the Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, hey, why you park like this? And the guy's like, Well, the first thing he said was, how you doing? Can I get your driver's license? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, what? What did I do here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not going to lie. Stone Kid did have a little bit of like... Uh, arrogance. Arrogance mm-hmm. in his tone when the guy first like approached him. Yeah. Like, how dare you come to me? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did sense that. So I don't want to say... But he wasn't belligerent. Yeah. And immediately, the cop kind of like grabs his jacket. And when he grabs his jacket... Now he's like, yo, why are you touching me? Yeah. Why are you touching me? And he's like, oh, because you're not, you, you're not backing up. You need to back up. But he's the one there, like, approaching him. And he's like, why am I backing up? This is my car. I'm trying to get in my car. And he's like, oh, um, 
I, you know, I'm just letting you know, I'm letting you know that you're not backing up, you're being belligerent. And he calls in, you know, he has the body cam video on, you can see, and he's telling him, I'm recording this, I'm recording this. Like, yeah. As I just say, so what I'm doing, I'm doing it's nothing correct. wrong because I have on my body cam. And he turns in, he's just like, he calls in for backup. Like, can I get some backup? And let me tell 2390, you something. 2390, what's up to the code? Black man around, bring 1500 cops? Let me tell you, that's sure what happened. Oh, shit. Cops out the wazuzu showed up. I mean, you would have swore this guy was holding hostages Five cop cars. And you think about it. If you were to, if someone was to do something like this, wouldn't a cop write a ticket? Like, he claimed that he was a minute outside. He was like, yeah, I sat, I was in there for a minute. You know, I sat out here waiting for you to come out. That and it's just like, ticket. he should have started writing the ticket. And then when the guy came outside, say, hey, you know, is there a reason why you're parked? That's the proper way to do it. You know, hey, I'm Sergeant so-and-so. Is there a reason why you're parked this way? And and then talk about what he did wrong. He didn't do that. Yeah. He was like, look, I don't know if he was looking for something. I don't know what was the, how it ended up happening this way, but it, it happened. Um, four cops were surrounding the man, and I all of like a it sudden, it, they, they kind of just kept going. And now the guy with the body cam is not even there, so you can't really even see. Because he's, he's like walking away. Sli- he's like wa- slanted away, and now you can only hear in the very distant. The video had very, very poor uh, volume, but you could almost hear him going... And all of a sudden, the cop starts getting like mad, fan frantic. Put your hands on me. Let me see your hands. Let me see your hands. He's like, whoa, I have something in my hand. Calm down. I'm just trying to clear up my pockets before I let go of my hands. Instantly, what happened? Tases him. They brought him down, like six of them. Bitch ass cops. (laughs) Brought him down. It took six of them to bring down one dude, bring him down, and then tase him. You know, I'm telling you. I, like I told Ben, I am past the point of enraged. Like, it's not enraged anymore because this is happening way too much. And it just leads me to believe, you know, what people have been saying. Like, I really believe that these fucking pigs, excuse my language, are the little bitch-ass kids that were young and that used to get bullied or didn't have much say when they were young. And they just get a badge and a freaking gun and now they just want to take it out on anybody who they feel fit to do so. You know what I'm saying? You had this one guy... He called for backup. I don't know what the codes mean, but my thing is, you see six six police cars? I mean, you one guy, you couldn't take care of this on your own? You couldn't call for one officer? You had to bring all these officers to bring down this one guy? Like, these, yo, these pigs? And that's what I'm about to say. These pigs. I feel like if I'm driving, like, it's just going to be like, yo, an officer approach me? What you want? Like, it's not about, yes, officer. Yo, F that. But you got to be F that. Nah, you know? F that. Listen, are you trying to be the next one? I, wanna, <laughs> I have to tell you, friend, I don't want to do an episode of being black in America. Uh, I tell you. you. <laughs> no, please. please. No, enough so, of us being all compliant. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, massa. Yeah, F- I'm you, all of that. She just like I feel like, yo, if I'm driving and I ran a stop sign, you approach me. Yo, what's good? You give me a ticket or not? Like, no conversation. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Like, it's it's no Yikes. more trying to be polite. Like, it, it's, it's forget all of that. Yikes. You know, fortunately, I don't get pulled over. I mean, I got pulled over few times for like Ooh. speeding or something. Oh, no, like, <laughs> just speeding, you know, and thank God, I mean, I'm a woman, so can you imagine how these black men feel driving? It's just, it, it's sad. It's it's sad. And um, it's, it was just crazy how this guy kept walking away. It took so long to get this whole thing and resolved. the volume kept going off and the volume was turned on. The volume was turning off. Yeah, it was like, off. is he Not doing this? That, there's several cops there. Why is only one cop's body cam on? So you yes. did not see the body cam from all angles. You Correct. did not see, you know, you kind of saw in the peripheral how they ended up 
throwing this guy down on the floor, but you didn't get to see the whole thing. And I mean, if there's all these body cam business, why don't we get to see the whole feel, full view of the body cam? Give me a break. And there was a girl there, like a random girl. I don't know if she uh, was. No, she, with, I think she was with him. You think she was? I was because he was like kind of talking to us sometimes. Yeah. In the video. So I don't know. But that, that's that looks even worse. Like I'm not gonna stand there and watch my man get. The, like I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a rowdy girlfriend on the side. She you didn't even hear her talk. Quiet. She didn't say nothing. Even at one point, she asked a question, and they were like, "No, ma'am, just just." First of all, she should have been videoing the whole encounter. She not her. She was just standing there, mad quiet. She probably mm. shook too. And also, she didn't look too black. I must say, bring me back to another conversation. However, so anyway, um, yo, know, the best part of the video when he turned to him was like, he was like, "You know who I am." Look me up. And the guy was like, <laughs> the cop was like, "I don't know who you are." He was like. Look me up. Yeah. Just just look me up. Yeah. And the cop kept saying, Who, Who are, are you? you? I don't recognize you. <laughs> Should I recognize you? He was like, Come on. Look me up. All he was saying was, I'm not gonna tell you, you're a smart guy. Look it up. You, yeah. If you wouldn't have got this job if you wasn't a smart guy. So you wanna look, nah, look me up. That's not true. And he kinda walked away and went over to the other guy like yeah. he's telling me to look him up. Yeah. He's telling me to look yeah, him so up. Yeah, so why the F won't you look him up? And he said his name. We said what's your name? He said Sterling Brown. Oh, I'm just asking you your name. Well yeah, I to- I answered you. I told you my name. What is the problem? I mean, I'm telling you, these pigs. They had firemen on, they had an ambulance, they had firemen, they had all of this stuff on site also at the end yes. of the video. You saw them all there. And they said this guy went to work, he went to play a game that same night. I'm surprised he even made it in time. Well, because you know when he got to the police station, they let him go right away. By the time the police reviewed oh, the Oh, because maybe they cam, looked him up. And this happened like in January, so they reviewed the body cam, they're now releasing it now. He This guy didn't even make a fuss about it, because in his mind, he's like, yo, what's new? This happens to everybody, why wouldn't it happen to me? Correct. I mean, another episode... Being black in America. And it's an inefficient use of freaking city dollars. What does it happen in Milwaukee? Milwaukee. All these cops, MC. there was nothing else you guys had to do? Like, that's how you know ain't real shit going on in Milwaukee. Yeah, you should be out there <laughs> looking for drug over those people so you can charge them to murder. But who am I? <laughs> I mean, you know, Tiffany Haddish, we all know how I love her. I girl. love she, Tiffany. And now the last OG. She wrote a book. Um, and in one chapter of the book, she's talking about her ex-husband, the title, the, the chapter's called The Ex-Husband. And, you know, she talks about the husband, how he abused her, um, claiming he choked her, kidnapped her, stalked her during a five-year marriage. Um, and now the husband's all upset, talking about... Defamation. Oh, the reason why she lost her unborn child is because she had an abortion, you know. And, and claiming, like, the reason why he knows she's talking about him, even though she never said his name, is because they were married for five years... Um, and she's his only husband. And she never got married again, so he knows he's talking about her, um, and saying that the, the restraining order she filed was fake. Um, that he's upset that she talked about his mother. Blah blah. Just whimper like a little biatch. He wants one million dollars for his pain and suffering and damages. Yeah, that's some bullshit. He just wants to check off for of her. Keep it and moving, saying, William. You know, this sounds almost like Safari and Nikki. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I first thought about. And we're just talking about what? Panty man. And this brings us to the topic of the day. Panty man. And in my opinion, and show me having a different one, panty men. Men. Panty men. Where are the real men? Do you want to Can a real man stand up? I want to see a man, and I'm not talking about gay versus straight, all of this other crap. I'm talking about strong men. Period. I don't want to see... This guy crying and complaining in order to get some money. Yo, be a boss and come up to him and be like, yo, I just want some money. You put my name in this book. Just give me some money. Yeah. This, this, just come up <laughs> and be real on it. Yo, I'm coming to you in some straight store. Just give me some money or I'm going to file some lawsuit. Give him a warning and I'll tell you in your face, bust up, beat it because I'm not giving you nothing. But come on. <laughs> Panty men. 
We are the real men. You want to give your definition of panty man? Yeah. What's that? A panty man. I don't know. I mean, you just basically said it. Uh, supposedly, you look like a man. <laughs> You're doing mad, not man crap. Yeah, I, I mean, went out this weekend. Where did I go? Not this weekend. I went out this the week, weekend before. This week, I went out during the week to blend on the water. Everybody knows an amazed view. But while I'm sitting at the Food bar, food is subpar though. Totally subpar. While I'm sitting at the bar, there's a guy sitting there. I don't know if he's with somebody. This guy's drinking a sangria. What? <laughs> so wait, wait. Yeah. So are we are we, are we defining? Are we saying that men can't drink a softer kind of drink? Like no. it has to be Hennessy. No, no, no. What? A man can drink a glass of wine, maybe red. I don't want to see any man drinking no white wine with his finger up in the air. Well, why you have to figure that? Listen, I drink. Listen, I drink wine with my husband. White or red. At home, you can do whatever the hell you want. And in the restaurant, if we go to an Italian restaurant, we think uh, the meal that we're eating is. Rightly paired with a white wine. At the so table, be it. I may give it to you, but you come to a bar and sit at the bar to drink a glass of wine. <sighs> very moist. Very <laughs> moist. You threw your I bar with the I moist. <laughs> a, a woman did come with him to sit down and have a drink with him, but he was still drinking sangria. <laughs> and while I'm watching this, I'm like looking like, oh God, this guy's drinking sangria. I kind of turned to my right there, like these little high tops. Two guy, a guy and a girl are sitting there. The guy is taking a picture of his food. The same guy? That Another drink- guy now. Taking a picture <laughs> of his food. And What's, I'm like... Listen, hey, I have a friend, okay? I have a great friend that he takes pictures of his food, but he does like a blog, like a food blog. What is the problem? That's different. That's different. And you know, I love him. He's one of our podcast fam. And he's <laughs> doing it for a reason. What man needs to be taking pictures of their food plate... Just so they can have a picture of their food plate. So what, when they get together, all the guys... They're going to swipe? Like, yo, I went out last night. Look what I was eating. Come on, man. Put up your damn panties. Nobody want to see this. So now, you know, I'm there with my cousin. I'm like, under wraps, whispering, like, look at this guy over here drinking sangria. Look at this guy over here. Taking pictures of his food. My cousin going to order a sangrita. I said, what the hell is that? Margarita mixed with sangria? I said, that's what you ordering? He was like, I said, come on. And now what does he do? My own flesh and blood. He start taking pictures of the food. He start oh putting our gosh. shot glasses together and taking pictures of just nah. shots. I oh, was no. like, yo, bro. Yo. Get it together. Be a man's man. And stop being a panty man. When, when, when Ben had told me about being, being a man's man, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? I mean, we frequently use this term panty man because, I mean, trust me, we see numerous things like, what's wrong with this panty man? Oh, and I guess crying you, all the time. Crying, crying, crying for no yeah. reason. These are things, you know, Ugh, men who do men less masculine things. I, I guess that's the that's definition. They do, they, they, they do, uh... Tripping this. <laughs> Tripping this. I hate to see men cry. Oh, God, I know you're going to cry if something bad happens. Like a death. A death. I'll give you like a couple, two or three sessions of these tears. But you can't be crying six months later. Oh. Or, or. I still remember my cousin died six months ago. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're a man's man. And I want somebody that's strong standing next to me. I don't want nobody there chatting, crying, or gossiping. Oh, that's even Oh, worse. that's another thing, like gossiping. This, I was telling somebody yesterday. When I'm talking to Sean, and I say, girl, she knows we're about to gossip. Hello. That's the gossip talk. I don't want men sitting around saying, 
boy, let me tell you this. Come on! Bitch, and you know the thing about it, like, men, they probably won't start off by saying, let me tell you this, but they be having, you know, these men... They, they are a little mixy. Yes, they're a little mixy. They're yo, little mixy. yo, son, I heard, you know, it'll probably be something like that. But you know what? Gossiping, men gossiping, not she cool, man. Rules, man. Even if you feel the urge to, to get to know more, to gossip, like, you didn't, you know, put on the front, son. Like, like you don't want to know, like, girl, tell me more about that on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But want to be all up in the face, like, trying to gossip and boy, yo, panty men. Panty men. And you know, you think about it. And what makes these men panty men? Is it because they have a lack of, lack of a father, fatherly presence in their lives? Maybe they're raised by single mothers. There needs to be a study on this. Like these Yo, kind of men. I'm Why are they this son, way? I do not tolerate. If I see him ever trying to act a little moist, I'm like, Yo, get together. That's like my cousin. We she, have a story about this. We had a cast about this. Um, you know, my cousin, she, uh, she she often talks about to us and, yo, what are you, a girl? And I'm like, gosh, that's kind of harsh. I mean, he's young. We don't allow men to experience their emotions. And this yeah, is like, express themselves. And, and do like a... Because you don't want them ending up taking pictures at a freaking restaurant of their food and drinks and ordering wine at the I, bar. I There's a very thin line here. I don't know how, how to prevent somebody from crossing it. And I'm not talking about people that are gay. This is not a gay conversation. This is about men. Yes. This, this is, is about a- men being men. Yeah, because I know a gay guy, he won't know what his boyfriend's hand when they're walking in the street. He's like, yo, I'm not doing it. So, when thank we God. Do at home, we do it at home. But when we out on the streets, we're not going to be walking around swinging hands in the street. Yeah, like, or kissing or some hey, shit. Hey. I mean, I don't oh, like man. to see heterosexual people do that shit at sometimes. All. It hurts me. Get a room. Me. Get a room. Nobody wants to see y'all hugged up. I don't want to see two gay people. I want to see a heterosexual couple. Nobody hugged up on the street. Or kissing and, and shit. On. Get over it, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I appreciate a man that can say things like, I love you. But yes, I went out. And, uh, do you love me? Do you love me? That's the question of the day. Do you love me? Because I feel like this word has become so overused, it means nothing. And it's sad because I believe in love. I believe. Uh, do you I really? Miracle. Benda. So, with the singing business, I don't know. So, what was the issue with someone saying that they love? So, we got, I, mean, I, I went to a show, and I talked about the show in a little while. But while there, the the MC, what's up, do you call the person? The, the host. host yeah, the host. Kind of turned around and started saying, like, oh, it's Brooklyn in the house. It's Queens in the house. Whatever, whatever. I love you. I mean, I really love you. With the most sincere voice that I've ever heard. And I'm like, bro, don't say love. Because love has become another word for You know, people say that a lot, yeah. It's like love equals appreciate. Yeah. And that's not what love is. Diminishes the word. I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, I understand what he's saying. People be like, I love, you know, like, I like Sabate. Do you love me? I mean, he know nobody love his crazy ass, but he's going to ask the question. So my thing is, you know, to use that word and say, listen, I love you. Like, I love my fans. People say that all the time. You know, and this, I mean, to me, there's two types of love. There's that love that's like. Oh, I love you, like, unconditionally. And then is that love, like, yo, I got love for you, yo. Like, I got love. It's I not think, really... I think that's the ghetto version of the types of love. Because <laughs> it's actually three types of love. Wait, three types? Please. God's love, which is the most Aww. pure love that we have. Unconditional. Familiar love. Familiar love. Familial. Oh, familiar love. Uh huh. Of course. Right. You know the love. Uh, yeah, but that's another thing I have to debate. Do you really have to love your family? It's yeah, bullshit. That's another conversation. Oh, familial love, and then you know, sex love. Wait, what? Sex love, love, romantic love. Oh. Not the love that you get during sex. Like, oh, I 
Pew. <laughs> that's not that. A, that's the heat in the moment, love. Air cool, love. Do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> or that last second. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. You. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that familiar love, is, uh, whatever. Like, there's really some family members that could be like, yo, go F yourself. Yeah, you're supposed to love them, but yeah, it's it's just not real. It's it's, it's not being honest and real. Um, I mean, when you talk about love and you talk about loving someone unconditionally, I mean, of course, God's love, which we know that's the ultimate unconditional love. But then when we talk about um, meeting someone and feeling that love, like, you know, when do you know if it's real love or when do you know it's a time to say it? Like, when, when do you know? Like, how do you know if this is the person that you really feel that way about? So today uh, we did a post on Instagram and I see how it's saved on Instagram. But we did a post on She's Instagram. Learning. And everyone that responded answered the question. We asked the question today, does love at first sight exist? And guess what? Everyone said yes. Really? A hundred 100% yes. Love at first sight does exist. I don't... Where? In the freaking movies? I... I, I don't know. My first sight is sometimes kind of blurry. I don't know. Yo, my first sight is like, damn. And then. <laughs> That's lust. Lust. At first exactly. Sight. Lust at first sight versus love at first and sight. And you have to be honest with yourself. I'll be totally honest. When I first saw my husband, it wasn't love at first sight. I was just like, uh, I'm like, yo, I don't know if this guy is really for me. You know, I don't know if he's really my type. Not to say he wasn't good looking because he is a handsome guy. But it was just like, I don't know if this is my vibe. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, it did end up being love, you know? But love at first sight, that shit only exists in the movies, man. Like, in Notebook and shit. <laughs> it's a notebook love. Like, it's like not real, shit. man. Let's be honest. When you first meet someone, it's their representative. Mm-hmm. It's the person that you're presenting to them. After year one, year two, maybe, like, after year two. I'll give it year two. Because, you know, you rock it out for a while. After year two, you start seeing the bullshit with this person. Like, yo. <laughs> Yo. Didn't get a period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which I'm sorry to believe they do. But yeah, and then you start saying, yo, he he's a little strong arm with me, yeah, you know. Yo, he kinda pushed me to the door. Does that mean he loves me? I don't know. I, I don't know. This whole concept I mean I appreciate people talking about love at first sight. It I just sounds good. So caught up in like what the world says that we need to believe, you know, with all these people, I believe in love. People say that shit, you know, they were saying that shit at like they weddings, like, oh, it was love at first sight. Nah. Spare me. Nah. Please. Nah. nah, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. I'm sorry, we're all against the poor. Everybody. Are we just jaded? Are we this I, jaded? I don't know. I just think maybe we're a little, we're like women's women. Like, can we just say this? The people who voted, I really would appreciate. I want them as a guest. I want someone to give me their love at first sight experience. Let's do it. Like, you can't tell me about something you saw on TV or your friend of a friend. Like, I need that person to experience love at first so sight themselves. So don't tell us. Don't message us if you don't have a real love at first sight story. And you better still be with that person, bro. Unless they're dead. If they're not dead, <laughs> it was not love at first sight. Because it was like at first sight that fizzled out into I can't stand you at last sight. Hello. So let's be real. I want somebody that's been with somebody that they loved at first sight and that they're still with unless the person went home. S.I.P. Sleep in peace. Love at first sight. <laughs> Other than that, save it. And it is love words. So, I mean, the other thing is, you know, can you really love somebody? Because people say, oh, yeah, I love this person, but, you know, hey, you know, I they cheated. They broke it, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, that's definitely love. <laughs> you broke, and I'm still with you? That's but I don't care. <laughs> but you broke, and I have a chance to help you out, and I ain't helping you out, but I love you. <laughs> that ain't love, bro. You know what I think of people who are so in love and they're cheating on the person they oh, love? Oh, yeah. That's I mean, that's, fake that's, love. A, that's a total other segment because we could go into that very deep. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's another thing. You, can you love somebody and cheat on them repeatedly? Yeah. Can you love someone and have a whole other relationship? Another fam? You were saying that you talked to somebody that said they, they were a serial monogamous. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We'll talk about this. Does that, that is How the hell could you be a serial monogamous? <laughs> Having several relationships with only a few women. Yeah. But you're only with those few women, no one else. We'll talk about it. But definitely, I really, I have to tell you, while at the show I was at, I had to take my phone out and begin to type, like, really? Is this concept of love, does it mean anything? And, you know, I was talking to one of my friends last night about it, and he, he was like, oh, you know, love is a sacred word. I'm like, yeah, but actions do not speak. And to me, love is an action verb. That's what love Correct. is. Something that you do. You love someone by doing. And I don't mean buying them stuff, which I'm not going to say. I'm but I always appreciate it. I mean, I'm not <laughs> that kind of love. But I want to see a real love. Somebody that considers you. That is love. You know? And we've all been in relationships that were so good that turned horrible. So, and at the end of it, you turn back and be like, yo... I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Hey, that's a difference. That's a difference. I agree with that one. I agree with that. Being in love and love somebody. No, I don't think that's love. But are you? Are, are you? I want the best for you. I appreciate you. Mm, yeah, so I'm not in love with you, but I got love for you. Well, that's that, that hood love. Hood love. That's that hood love, yo. Hood love does exist. But I mean, let's be clear on this. Are you saying that you've never? Said that you love someone and not. I mean, let's think about it. Church. Let's think about it. You've said things to people. I no, love I, you. I love I, you. Oh, I, I use it all the time. And do you mean it all the time? Hell no. Okay, so let's admit people do say this word. You know, if somebody says it to you, I mean, and oftentimes people say in relationships or somebody tell you they love you first, and you're feeling like mad pressured, like, uh, I love you too. <laughs> Like, yikes. I mean, if somebody said it to me now, I probably I would not respond if I didn't feel in kind. But when I was younger and someone said it, you would I say felt it pressure. Like, and you would say it. Yeah, um, I love you too. <laughs> the low voice. Yeah, I, I love you too. Yeah. And now they say it all the time. I love you. Love you. And you're sitting there going, yeah, love I really don't love this person. Love so, you. I mean, I, I really, I mean, now, like you said, I have said I loved someone in the past and it hasn't been true. Sorry. But, um... <laughs> But, I mean, at this point in my life, I think, yeah, I could be honest and be like, all right, somebody told me you love me, all right, and not say it back. Who knows? No, but, I mean, at church, if somebody says it, I, I have to say it. Why? Why? You see why? God knows you're lying, man. God sees your heart. I know, but it's like I That's different. I'm just talking about when it comes to... No, it's the same thing. It's the same know. shit. I have to say it. You so you can't knock you can't knock this guy at the show. I mean, yeah, he could have just said I appreciate you. He didn't have to use the L O V E word. But, I mean, but though his face was the sincerest face. It was but so you, sincere. But you cannot be a hypocrite. You. you do the same thing. Somebody I says, yo. You. I love you, but you know, maybe this is a turning time for me. The next time somebody says it, even at church, I'll be like, mm. God be with you. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> say God be with you. Say, I'm lovable. <laughs> no, you cannot say that. I'm not even I'm not even laughing with you with that one. <laughs> But how was the show? How was you went to so Dance I went Africa, to Dance right? Africa at BAM. Everybody know this happens every Memorial Day uh, weekend. I went yesterday. This is my first time going to the show. I think I've been to the festival, and I know you've been to the festival. I go every year. I didn't go this year, though. To the festival. Um, but I went to the festival first, so we kind of just grazed by the festival. We went into the show. I took my kids, uh, my nephew, uh, a couple of us, a lady 
I, I can tell you, this was my mother's ticket. All of a sudden, she don't want to go in the morning. Kind of set my whole day off. I was a little, little slightly annoyed. But I said, you know what? Let me just go. First off, I had fabulous seats. I was sitting in the second row. The first row was blank. How you mom got um, these tickets? They, from second row, the first row was empty. Like, they didn't even sell tickets to the first row. Because I didn't know at the time. I was just like, imagine the front row is going to be empty. This is a great, great seat. Because I'm, like, in the seat right there in the middle. But what ended up happening is when they opened up with, like, a walkthrough, people came in carrying candles and fake candles. And they walked in dancing. They brought in, it was respect to our elders. And then the elders came in behind them. And they came in with full... African garbs. I'm telling you, one lady had on this dress. I wanted to take her picture. She was life in a bottle. That dress fit her like they moisted it onto her. Mm -hmm. And these were former dancers that used to dance in Dance Africa and other dance companies that they brought out to, you know, as their elders of dance. Um, and you know they did the, they did uh, they had the group from Brooklyn Restoration that does dancing, mm -hmm. and then they brought in this group from another part of Africa, which I have to say I did not get at all. I was like totally left with my mouth like, huh, what happened here? <laughs> but what they did is they did go to South Africa. They put together a couple of troops and made one great big troop, um, and they were fantastic. Oh. I mean, my kids were like falling off their seat, and the best thing about this two the last group that they put together was there was a guy in there who must have been about six feet, maybe 300 pounds. Wow. Huge. But this guy's skin was clean, not even a mark on his skin. And this huge nine-month pregnant belly he had on, and he was giving it, kicking that leg, and there was another little chunky chick in there. She was giving it with a two-piece, the belly with the roll in the middle, and she did not care. At Love one it. Point, they put the fat Unapologetic. Guy, the fat girl yeah. together, and they were giving it, dropping it, drop down on the Dancing. floor, jumping up. It was so entertaining wow. and you know at the end they did have to go you know to our favorite group of people the culture vultures oh let's oh, not go there let's, well let me talk about this what they did do is they put a plate at the bottom of the steps of the stage and they call it the dash plate that if you saw something you wanted to pay for you could come up and dash some money into the plate what and i thought i dashed it when i bought my a damn ticket exactly yes. so people were getting up one guy had like mad singles one of the elders he kept getting up watching one person like hey Hey, I want to say, homie, this is not the strip club. <laughs> and then we kind of gave you the point to the one person, like, this dollar is for you. you. <laughs> but I mean, all together, they probably got like $100 with people dashing money. And I didn't see no 20s. It was like lots of fives and singles. But I was offended that that plate was there. And at the end, they brought out the guy who was the producer. White. Was, yes. Of course. Who's leaving because he got a big job somewhere else. And they were all like almost in tears to see him go. Let me do this, please. Let me do this. Dance Africa matters. And they were like honoring the person that founded Dance Africa saying, uh, thank he was saying, Thank you for waking me up and opening my eyes. Well here we go. But you know, the festival was nice. I have to say the booths I didn't really buy much. Everything was like fabric, fabric, fabric. Fabric I went on and that shea butter. The street vendors? Yeah. Oh yeah, shea. Fabric, I mean... shea butter. The food lines were like ridiculous, so we did not eat. I tell you, I usually go to um I usually go to a vendor called King Shrimp. Yo, the food is so right. oh that must be amazing. all the way at the end no but he so you know I have his number cause I'm a, I'm a stalker like that I have his number so I called him like yo you gonna be out there today he's like no I, I don't do the Memorial Day Festival anymore I just do the July 4th so he no longer is there so I was kinda like ah maybe I shouldn't go but there's a lot of things you get there you say fabric you get outfits African outfits jewelry Tons of fabric. you know and just to support these um, African American vendors and they yeah, have great same. products I mean they make jewelry numerous things oh, shea tons butter of earrings. tons of earrings nice tea oh art there's also a lot of art there. you see art like they 
they have a lot of art. Yeah, of black too. women. Like it's just it's, it's really a great festival. I would definitely always it's go not support. This. So next year everybody should go out, and not only that, go out and see Dance Africa. Correct. I think that's the best the best part of the show to see the dancing. And you know, a lot of times you see like a lot of watered down Africa. They were giving it straight, mm-hmm. straight. At one point, they one I don't understand Millie Rock, but my kids started going, hey, hey. I was like, oh, this must be some new dance fad. Or yeah, they probably added it in. It was really entertaining. So yeah. that was my checklist. But this brought me to our whatnot for today. Folks, leave your kids at home when you come into these type of events. Yo, I've been saying this for a minute. And you know, people always say, oh, it's all because you don't like kids. It's, let's be very clear here. I don't dislike children. I love a man. Oh, more than all of the kids. But there are certain areas that you just should not bring your kids. Number one, church. Like, I'm oh really gosh. trying to get my life right. I just came from a party the night before. I'm trying to get my life right with God on this good Sunday morning. And your kid is here crying. Take him to the kiddies' kingdom down the hall. There's always a place you can take the kid. Now, at this Dad's Africa Festival? Kids what? crying. Ugh. Crying kids. At one point, you could even hear the music because the kids was crying so loud and talking. Talking like, I was like... <laughs> Yo, <laughs> shut this kid up. From a person who has a kid, I who has kids. I, I don't think Keep your kid home. Or you, you know what it is? Because some parents just don't want to miss out. Yo, you have to miss out this year on Dance Africa. It'll be here next year. God's will. It was, it was, it was really... Oh. It was really overwhelming. Or bring, or bring a bottle of a little brandy in it so you can shut that kid up and it can go to sleep. Said from the non-parent... Yikes. But Just I, saying. I have to say, I, I agree with her on this. My, my experience should not be impeded on because of the fact that you, you want to bring, bring your... your kids. I agree. And some people know their kids are not well-behaved. That's the shit they be getting me. <laughs> my next whatnot that I learned about yesterday, and I've talked to Sean about this before, but I just wanted to bring it to the forefront. Men, I appreciate you wanting to wear slim cut pants. Or skinny jeans. Or sweats. <laughs> sweats. You know, I appreciate it. What troubles me is when you're penis is bulging right at the tip of the pants or on you know if it's going down to the like the knee on the left hand side sorry I'm, I'm gonna be all right with it but if it's just this little pinky poking out in the front of your pants i'm uncomfortable <laughs> as was the producer of one of the dance groups on the stage with these slim leggings not not dancers tights almost like a black pants with the little even at one point, he kind of must have looked down and started pull, trying to pull the shirt down to cover this the little penis. Penis. But if it's little, what was he covering? The bulge, like it was sticking. I don't know if it was. I'm not saying it was hard, but it was there. It's very offensive as a woman. <laughs> very offensive. Some women probably women, don't find it offensive. I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. At least you know the person's working with. Why do men always get to grab their crotch and squeeze and scratch while they're walking? Like oh, I, that if is. A woman a... did that. That'll be the end of it. That'll be, she got crabs. Here's a what not (laughs) Stop grabbing your penis in public and wear a shirt that covers. Or at times they adjust it. And it's like nothing. It's like they adjust it. It's like, hey. And then they go to shake your hand after. Like, I know you're not actually touching the penis itself. But just the fact that you just finished, you know, finagling your stuff down there. Like, I don't. Yeah, don't touch what? me. Nah. FYI, I had an uncle that, that used to do this. Like, he's cooking. Like, he'll just adjust his penis and then continue to cook. Like, <laughs> special sauce. <laughs> and it's like, shit, man. But that fish broth was mad good, though. <laughs> So this is the time where we got to go. We got other things to do, I guess. (laughs) 
Uh, check us out on Instagram, Brooklyn Chicks, Chicks spelled C-H-I-X-X-S. And don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud or iTunes. And leave your comments. We, we check them. them. <laughs> we check them and we need them. Tell us how to get our life right. Have a great one. Take care. <laughs>